If you're thinking, God, these guys hardly ever make episodes anymore, you'd be mistaken. At patreon.com slash youhatemovies, there are still multiple episodes of You Hate Movies delivered monthly, arguing about the latest movies, ranking directors and franchises, interacting with fan mail, and getting bent out of shape about the latest in movie news. For the price of a monthly cup of coffee, you can listen in and join the arguing. Patreon.com slash you hate movies. Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. We felt uh, overwhelming holiday pressure to deliver a Christmas episode of some kind. And if you are behind the paywall, on uh, pay- at patreon.com slash you hate movies then you'd know that this episode actually uh, came into being was first conceived conceptualized on the air we were sitting around thinking of a christmas episode well that's when all the best ideas really are made that's true yeah on you hate movies and that's, it was that's where abby's audit came from it's true mm-hmm. and it's uh where it we collaborate with our listeners it was a it was a we're, listener. We're not in Patreon anymore. Keep yeah, that, you can't open a seltzer water inside. on that. I'm just thirsty. I just drink and <laughs> no. drink. He wasn't up a seltzer. It wasn't a Patreon open. It was. It just wasn't a, a gag. It was practical. As one of our listeners on Patreon, whom we interact with every single month on our You Hate Mail episode, says to us, they says, you guys should do a holiday episode. Is there a Christmas episode coming? I really like to hear a Christmas episode. I, th- I think he even said they're my favorite ones. And oh my God, That's now, good ones. now we feel the pressure. Jeez, they're favorites. And I started to look back over the history of You Hate Movies holiday episodes. There really have been some good ones. We've done Home Alone versus Home Alone 2. We did our rankings of favorite Christmas movies. We did a whole episode on our theory of Backdoor Santa. Front Door Santa. Santa. Backdoor Santa was the evil (laughs) version. Yeah. uh, Krampus. And we've even done episodes of Christmas movie trivia. These are actually well, well back into the history of You Hate Movies. There was a lost episode. That's also. Oh my a Christmas, God! You're right. Yeah, episode. if there and maybe there's one or two people listening to this episode that are so dedicated to you hate movies lore that they know we've talked about it on the air before. We recorded a live in person Christmas trivia party um, that didn't translate. It didn't really have the podcast charisma, and so we we locked no, it up the in the archives. Was bad. The trivia really, was bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of our friends, our very own Josiah DePauli. Well, I wasn't going to name him. I'll name him on the episode. He's been on the show uh, many times in the past. And it wasn't exactly his fault. The problem is that uh, every year leading up to this, at our annual Christmas party, we would have Christmas movie trivia. And it essentially became a like uh, Jeopardy champion situation where Tyler and I would just yell out the answers before the the question could be completed mm-hmm. and people got tired of it they're like it just it just becomes Josh and Tyler yelling uh, because we were so steeped in the 33 days that these things were really fresh on our minds. Sure. So Josiah went deep. He was like, I'm going to make questions that are hard. Yeah. It'd be like when Kevin ran out the front door to see if the garage doors were open. What was the make year and model of those vehicles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. How many <laughs> steps <laughs> from the living room to the kitchen? And so you got a whole lot of everyone quietly looking around and going, I don't know. Three. Then, uh, yeah, then another one, I guess I don't know. How many poinsettias did you see in the McAllister home over the length of the film? Josiah realized halfway through, I was like, oh boy. Oh yeah, he knew, he knew in the room. He's like, I think I may have gone too challenging. 
So anyway, <laughs> over the years, we've... And that didn't meet the criteria of these quality holiday episodes. It so did not. We decided to lock it up. But on Patreon, on the air, someone asked, and we decided to deliver. We actually came to the conclusion that... I don't remember whose idea it was. I'm sure Abby's about to take credit for it. No, I'm not. Oh. Uh, we said, what if we did an episode where we ranked our favorite cinematic Santas? Cinematic Santas. It's a good idea. Mm -hmm. It's a good idea. Mm. Uh, and then the next episode of Patreon, somebody backed us, and that was all we needed. They said, that sounds good. I'm all in, they says, on a ranking the Santas. But we needed to, she said, uh, set parameters around the criteria. And that's what we had a conversation about just earlier this evening. Tyler, do you remember what our criteria became? Yeah, it's... Um Favorite movie Santa's is too wide of a category because it's open for interpretation. That being like, does it qualify as a Santa if you spent any time behind a sleigh? Does yeah. it qualify as a Santa if you deliver gifts at any point in a right. film? Is Ernest a Santa? You're putting on a hat and a suit. Yeah, mm -hmm. are you a Santa? Mall Santa's. Um, Mall the big Santa's. one is Mall Santa's. Mm -hmm. that's, that's typically where you go. Is there anybody in a Santa suit playing a Santa? Like you could argue that... Ed Asner is a great Santa, but maybe you like the one that smells like beef and cheese more. That's true. Yeah, that's true. In the same movie. Same movie. Yeah, we had to draw the line somewhere, so we decided it had to be the actual Santa. Yes, in the movie's universe, you it's are a real Santa. You are not a mall Santa. You cannot just be a, some ordinary person wearing a Santa suit. That means Billy Bob Thornton's bad Santa is eliminated. Yeah, and um, only the true Santas. Uh, will be judged mm -hmm. the, this in this episode. Which, if you pay attention to all of the Christmas movies out there and all of the Christmas movies with Santas, once you get into this narrow of a category, you lose a lot of films. There really <laughs> aren't true. Really aren't yeah. that many it's actual true. Santas. And then you know what? It was a comment you said in a text thread that put things into perspective for me, Tyler, because uh, when I said, I was just kind of shooting from the hip. I said, I don't know. Let's maybe just real Santa. It has to be real Santa. And then you said, well, Billy Bob Thornton is out. <laughs> uh, now, I'm not saying that I would have ever advocated for Billy Bob Thornton as one of the best Santas, but that movie, it, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. That movie's called Bad Santa. And it's about a movie, I mean, in the movie, Billy Bob Thornton's identity, uh, to a certain extent, is the mall Santa. You know what I mean? He spends the movie mm -hmm. as Santa, but it doesn't qualify because he's not the real... He's not Santa. Santa. He's not Santa. So, yeah, it really takes some out of you. But we're going to try and do it anyway. Abby's on the show. Yep. Making my list now. You've seen um, as many Christmas movies as anybody. Probably. Yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, like you've, uh, because of, uh, well, I mean, you're just a normal functioning human with a heart, so you've seen a lot of Christmas movies, but you got to admit, in this household, there's been a lot of Christmas movies coming and going through the years. Yep. So we do a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah. So you've probably seen more than the average Jane. It stands to reason. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to help you out here. I will say <laughs> though, upon Abby's introduction that she's mentioned multiple times that she actually doesn't like the uh, Santa being real in a Christmas movie. Uh, she's like, I don't like these Christmas movies where it's about like, oh, Santa being real and blah, blah, blah. You know, or the idea of I don't like... Know. I don't know that I don't like it. I just, sometimes when they're like, 
adult movies which maybe there, there's none of them it feels kind of weird like why are we pretending <laughs> this is real this is weird <laughs> Uh, but you're but you're gonna make your list, I guess, in real time and figure it out, huh? Yeah. Do you just think it's weird when adults believe in Santa in a Christmas movie? Is that what bothers you? I think so. Okay. Right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Listeners well, don't listen because to this with your kids if they don't know. There's <laughs> so there's so many uh, Christmas movies where the I mean I'm sure we'll get into this, but where the actual functional reality of santa is is mysterious because so many of these movies uh even a lot of the kids movies uh, revolve around the tension of whether or not like oh the kid can believe in santa or if this you know like is santa really real and but then santa is real in the movie's lore so it creates this weird question even in a movie like elf for example where you're like so if santa really does come and bring these presents then what reason would there be to doubt his existence? Right. And yet that's a huge crucial element in the movie zone. No one believes that's, in Santa. I think that's my problem is they never answer like, the question of like, so are these adults really being like, I mean, it is weird that presents do show up. Like, yeah, then how and does it, it and not they get together with it? their friends and everyone's like, that's the strangest thing. Cause that happened to us too. Mm-hmm. There were just presents that we didn't get. This is exactly my problem. With it. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's fair. Uh, Peter with her now. <laughs> Peter Hornberger's on the show once again. Hello. And uh, well, not for main feed. This is the first time. That's true. First time appearance me. on the main street. If you're a Patreon listener, you know all about Peter and his comments and his in-person appearance. And now he's here to make his Santa list. Uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, what are you doing? I, 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 actually, can I cook for a moment with the with the listeners? Um, Please, <laughs> I don't like that. Dice it up. Listen, he's gonna, uh, <laughs> he's gonna fry something on that pan. Cook it up. Listen, uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, what are you doing? How do you? Th- I want you to think. You're probably driving in your car right now, or on a walk. I want you to think about when you sit down at your TV tonight and you open Netflix. You're gonna start scrolling through lists and lists of movies where you're pretty confident the script was written by an AI um, to model every Nicholas Sparks plot ever written. And you know they're going to be bad, but you don't know what else is out there, so you're going to pick one and fall asleep in the middle of it and feel bad about yourself in the morning. Wow, that's <laughs> true, man. Yeah. You it's... need to ask yourself whether or not you actually hate movies. Ooh. And if the answer to the question is, no, I don't hate movies, you should go subscribe to you hate movies patreon it costs 9.99 a month plus one cent that's for the top tier for the top tier it's yeah. christmas don't skimp get the okay top i'm tier. just saying yeah fair enough if you want like to, if you want to wade into the waters you could get the five dollars you version. can get great movie recommendations you can get stay away recommendations you can also weigh on on great debates like uh the Stranger versus Riders of Justice. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing. Uh, an ongoing debate. Um, and you can also um, learn the answers to uh, many things, like what is an edgelord? Or uh, <laughs> will Patrick ever stop watching MCU movies? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I think that's true, yeah. Join that's us. True. So this you're is, missing out. Yeah, you really are. It's true, yeah. And what better uh, way to work out whether or not you hate movies or it's us that hates movies mm-hmm. then by arguing also, with you us could on influence Patreon. the movies that we see and then josh could get mad at you for recommending them it's true well i think that this is the way we respect our 
listeners and our Patreon family, if I can go as far as to call them <laughs> as such, because if we were inauthentic, if we weren't really the, you know, the movie experts that we claim to be, somebody might say, Josh, you should try this movie. And then I might watch it and hate it, but be like, well, I can't get on here and say, I hated this thing. I don't want to hurt this guy's feelings, but no, that's not what we do. I said, what, who do you think you are <laughs> recommending this crappy movie <laughs> yeah. to me? Because that's what we signed up for, to argue about movies. It's the tagline. It's on the T-shirts and everything. So, uh, uh, Peter's right. You you really... Get you, yourself the best Christmas yeah. gift. Don't settle for streaming that's indecisivitis. Like a, that's a stocking stuffer. It is, Jim. It's like a little stocking, stocking stuffer. Yeah. Stuff it in your own stocking. Wow, Stuff it, man. That's getting weird. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, there's got to be some, you could work out the, you'll have to work out the logistics yourself, but you could buy a subscription, cover somebody's subscription as a Christmas gift. It's a great gift. For you hate movies. You know, sometimes the action in the podcast stops and there's a commercial, not us. We bake that crap right in there. We cook with the audience. As Peter said, Tyler's on the show. Hey. Hi. How do you feel about your list? Did you make it already? Yeah, I've made my list. Wow, man. I came prepared. I'm excited. Uh, and Patrick's on the show. Yep, I'm here. I have a list. Excellent. Uh, now, ordinary. We're just going to do top five, right? Is that what we said? Right. Top yeah, five, yeah. Um, so that we're not here all night. Uh, let's do it this way. We'll start with Patrick, and Patrick, you can tell us the kind of criteria that you applied to ranking your cinematic Santas. You can't just blurt out a Santa. We need to know why mm-hmm. you made the list the way that you made it, and then you can give us your number five. We'll work, work our way up to. Right. Number one. <clears throat> my list, my stances aren't necessarily based on the quality of the film they're in. Mm. It's if, especially if you're watching, uh, Tyler likes to tell, say that all these movies suck, you know, all these Christmas movies. They do. Um, but if you can watch a movie that you know is not great, but you like watching it because it's fun watching this character, this Santa character in it, that's that's how I got to mm. my I know list. where this is going. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to do an honorable mention. What? I asked, I asked my kids, what's your favorite Santa? They all said Noel. Sure. The Santa and Noel. Oh, yeah, I don't but, even remember. But did they mean the um, Santa in training? They met Noel. Oh. Oh, because, I see. Yeah. She's yeah. Santa? She, she turns Santa? Santa at the end, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Claus? No, it's just Santa. I don't no, know. She just becomes Santa. 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 Yeah, it's the whole thing. Santa. She has it's the not, Santa It's gene. not a name. It's a title. Yeah, it's a yeah. title. Yeah. She's a clause. She's a clause. Yeah. Because her brother doesn't want it, so she like takes it over. That's right. right. She wants to do yoga in the desert. That's oh, that's right. right. Yeah, it's funny. She does the sign language of the little kids. It's funny. Yeah. Oh, I did like that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. But that's not mine. My number five is Old Santa and Arthur Christmas. Grand Santa. Grand Santa, Grand Santa Grand yeah. Santa. He's With so famous great. lines as like Rodney Hole and <laughs> Christmas is going right down the Rodney Hole. Yeah. <laughs> You're a and map and everything. Voiced by Bill Nye, mm-hmm. who we love mm-hmm. at You Hate Movies. He's freaking hilarious. Rest Nye. in peace, right? Right. Or no, it's die? actually just Nye. That's Nye. a common misconception. Did he die recently? No, he did not die. I hope not. He was singing on our TV last night, that terrible, you know, if <laughs> you really love Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> is it another Christmas movie? Grand Santa. Grand Santa's great. He did, he harkens back to old, old Santa days. And uh, I like hearing his stories of there used to be cannibals here or whatever. He was <laughs> Yeah, you have to watch out for cannibals, he says. Yeah, it's great. I love he when is. he's carrying the trash bag at the end. I was going to say the same <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> he's begun to hallucinate mm-hmm. because of a knock on the head. 
and he uh, dumps a bunch of trash under the tree. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. It is, actually. Tyler, how did you make your list, and who do you have at number five? Um, it's, just, it's, a tough, it's a tough criteria to have to develop for yourself. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, you're asking yourself for the first time, how do you quantify what the heart feels? You know, how do you capture the magic? It's true, yeah. Of any individual Santa, and compares his magic to the next. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I just followed my heart. Oh, okay. That's the best I, thing to do. At but Christmas. I did start. I did start like oh, I'm gonna give me, I'm gonna get obscure with it. You know, like I'm gonna mm-hmm. choose the Santa from Christmas with the Cranks or something. Because mm-hmm. that'd be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or because um, yeah, at the end of that movie, inexplicably Santa flies yeah, through the frame. Just, we don't know anything man. about this, this Santa. old man who's just kind of been around for the film. Yep, flies away. Isn't a he flies away in a Volkswagen Beetle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. And then the uh, snowman comes to life and waves at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck was that? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> or uh, remember Merry Friggin' Christmas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't with that, Robin Williams. Yeah, it wasn't the like dirty, drunk Santa a real Santa in the end? I honestly can't remember. That was one movie that only survived a single year of the 33 days. Mm. Yeah. But I remember I, I rewatched it since then. It didn't get any better. Uh, if I had to give an honorable mention, I think it'd go to Kurt Russell. You know, he's working real hard in those movies. He is. And he, he did go a different way with it, singing the blues while in jail. You know, that's great. What a cool Santa, you know. <laughs> uh, my number five, I think, is a, he's, he's just, he, I think he embodies the spirit of Santa well, you know. He looks the part. He sounds the part. He carries it well. I'm going to give number five to Ed Asner and Elf. Mm. Oh yeah. Even though Elf is not is not the one I rewatch very often, it's always on. It seems a bit it. low for this Santa. It's a good but time. I think Ed Asner does really well with Santa's classic, okay. natural. Yeah. He's a natural at it. He's and also it's a, in Storybots. That's true. He he reprises his Santa role in a Storybots Christmas. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's a little bit of a Tyler um, Easter egg. Because you're such a fan of Mary Tyler Moore, uh-huh. Ed Asner played her boss in the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, so there you go. There it's it all is. Maybe that's why I like. That's him. why yeah. you like him, Peter Hornberger. How'd you make your list? Uh, I, um, I, I guess I followed my heart too. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, when I thought about, it, I spent a lot of time thinking about if this were my Santa. How, <laughs> what, which Santa would I want to be my? Which Santa? one do you want coming down your chair? Yeah, if I was yeah. going to write a letter this year to Santa, which one of these ones do I want reading it? So I, I did a lot of thinking in that vein. I think the most interesting I found, thing I found as I made the list was that uh, the movies themselves I would put in a completely different order. Yeah, um, but the Santa Claus is uh, ranking the Santa Claus has kind of changed it. So. We'll get into that as we go. Um, I also realized I care a lot in the case of non-animated Santas. I care a lot about how the beard looks. There's some yeah. bad Santa beards out there. Oh, yeah, specifically, sure. and and I don't think this goes for all of the Tim Allen Santa Claus appearances. But have you guys seen the trailer for that new TV show on Disney Plus with I have, uh, Tim yeah. Allen? It his beard looks horrific. Santa it's, Clauses. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's too white. It's like stringy. It's gross. I need a realistic looking beard mm-hmm. on my right. Santa. Not a so. I like to be kind of curly. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. You we'll smiled. Get... You smiled weird when you said that. <laughs> well, it's just like a true old <laughs> man just, beard. Uh, it, it, be, it became a little inappropriate. I like the way it you curly. 
we'll, we'll get into this later into what my favorite Santa Claus beard is, but that's, uh, that's coming up. <laughs> sure. in my that's, right, yeah, that's a separate list. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I realized as I made this list is I, I had five on Monday. Uh, it's, it's now Wednesday, but I really wasn't in love with any of the options for number five. And so I, I quickly searched the internet for what are other people's favorite Santas and uh, did some homework last night and the movie I watched, I felt like I had a good chance of getting into my list, uh, ultimately became my fifth Santa. Uh, and I'm gonna put it at number five. I think if I had more time with this movie, it would perhaps move up. It's an old movie. I watched Miracle on 34th Street from 1995 and I like Richard Attenborough. In the that remake, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a John Hughes classic. Right Great there. Santa Claus. Never seen that movie. Not exactly sure how that's gone by for a number of years. Uh, yeah, you've been missing out, man. So, great movie. Yeah. And uh, I just, I felt like he was a charming Santa Claus, embodied it. And man, he pulled off some crazy wishes by the end of that movie. So. He did, man. He did, Santa. yeah. He got It'll somebody pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> That's weird. That's some yeah. weird stuff that we're watching. <laughs> Abby, how'd you make your list? I made it by thinking about Christmas movies as we sat here and talked. And then I wrote five down. That's one way to do it. Yeah. And my number five is also <laughs> Arthur Christmas. <laughs> which one? Grand, Grand Santa. Grand Santa. Everybody yeah. loves Grand Though I do Santa. love Arthur. I feel like his arc is such a sweet arc he's such a wholesome guy he is yeah if anyone deserved to be that's a, actually a sweet moment at the end of the film when arthur is the only santa who actually cared about the child the uh you know grand santa only wanted to prove that he could do it the real santa just wanted to go to bed and steve <laughs> wanted the power he wanted the efficiency and to be promoted and uh, and there's a moment where the official Santa says to Steve, you deserve to be Santa, but I wonder if the girl is right because the girl had said Santa brought my bike and Arthur was the one who brought the bike. That's pretty clever writing. Mm -hmm. I like that. I'll be the candle. I'll be the candle. Yeah. And then he relents. Steve relents. It's a good movie, yeah. Arthur. Wait, Christmas. I forgot there's. Yeah. Because the dad is the current Santa. Current Grand Santa, Santa is yeah. not. His name is Malcolm. Mm -hmm. The real Santa. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, every year Mike keeps challenging. When he watches it, he starts challenging people to to cut the uh, Christmas tree goatee mm. that mm. Steve has in the mm -hmm. movie. Yeah, that's terrible. I hate that Steve guy. But I do like the dad Santa also because that's the guy from Moulin Rouge. And he has such a great voice. Mm. Yeah, maybe most known to our viewers as um, Professor Slughorn from the mm -hmm. Harry Potter movies. Mm -hmm. same, yeah. same Santa. Same okay, Santa. we'll accept it. We like it. Um, I, I realized when I made the list that I didn't actually have, you know, it's like, oh, I, I thought maybe I'd just go off of, like you guys said, these will probably just be based on the movies I like. They're not at all necessarily in that order. Um, what do I like out of my Santas? I think that, like, part of it is um, uh, a kind of benevolence in a Santa character, but I also like there to be some, like, uh, humor and believability about him and, and maybe the scales tip one way or another I also have Ed Asner as my number five you know it's funny it's just natural Some he's, charm I there. like the I like the way he plays it he plays it as mm -hmm. kind of a gruff Santa but not unkind I th my favorite scene is the one where him and buddy stand it's like they have them in profile 
looking at each other. We're looking at their sides, side profiles. And uh, when they're in the workshop and, and the rest in the of the elves are, the, yeah. the perspective he, is thrown off. And he's, yeah, he's given him his take on New York City, what not to do and everything. And the way Ed Asner plays that scene, he's like kind of really relaxed and he keeps uh, like hitching up his suspenders yeah. and everything. Yeah. He just seems like a believable, chill guy. Well, that's the thing, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he pushes his glasses up right before he says, yeah. he's on the naughty list. Yeah. You know? well, his delivery is really funny. Yeah, it's good delivery. Ed Asner. I like him as Santa Claus. Patrick, who do you have at number four? I have a number four, another animated Santa uh, that was in the Polar Express. Mm-hmm. He's a big Tom giant Hanks. Santa. Hmm? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yep. And I like it. There's a, a magical element. You know, is he the ghost as well and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Santa may or may not have been the train hobo. <clears throat> right. He was definitely, you know, like... Oh, uh, he's wanting the best for the kids. It seems like the Santa wants the best for the kids. And uh, it's one of those movies where, you know, like it's got the Uncanny Valley thing in it pretty bad. But uh, the ending always gets me when he gets that bell. I'm like, dang it, man. He got that bell again. It worked. <laughs> he got it again. And <laughs> Meaning every year when you watch it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I hope he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't drop it after all. Or no. he did, but he got it back. It just seems like a very, uh, a very caring Santa. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like that Santa. Tyler, what's your number four? Um, number four is a classic Santa. He's he's the heart heartfelt, um, caring, understated Santa that we find in John Hughes's classic nineteen ninety four five mm-hmm. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Mm-hmm. Richard Attenborough. You know what I love about uh, the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street remake, which I think is superior to the original. That's right. Go ahead and send your angry comments, but I'm only going to read them on Patreon. So you got to be over there if you want to argue <laughs> with me about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's lit up like to look like some kind of Norman Rockwell perfect like calendar. That there's all this like halo lighting on all the characters throughout the movie. It has a real uh, sincere schmaltzy quality mm-hmm. to it. Everyone, you know, like her hair is always done up so nice. It's like mm-hmm. they're characters from the 50s, but it's set in the 90s. Uh, I like that. It's very Christmas card like, mm-hmm. mm. heartwarming. Yep. Santa's great. Yeah. Save or kill Richard Attenborough, in Jurassic Park, or Thirty Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> save or kill Santa or yeah. John Hammond? Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, I'd save John Hammond and uh, have to kill Santa. That's too bad. Do I have to be the one to kill Santa? Yes. <laughs> you do. When all the kids are watching. <laughs> Richard Attenborough just become or uh, Santa becomes Whoopi Goldberg. Oh well, she yeah, wasn't she Whoopi. a Santa yeah, and something she else. She is a Santa and yeah. something. All right, so it works out. Really, I'm going to look that up now. <laughs> Peter, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is is not a classic Santa. Uh, my number four is a Viking Santa, um, and is the kind of Santa that if. Uh, Someone's breaking into your house. You want this Santa there. Um, And is also a Santa that's a bit grumpy and worn out with the 21st century and how uh, children are ungrateful and only want video games and all that. Uh, My number four is uh, David Harbour in Violent Night. Ooh. Wow. A a new classic Christmas movie. He's really Santa? He's Santa. He comes from the Viking lore. He's 1,100 years old, and he puts the whoop on some mercenaries that are breaking into this fancy house. So That's awesome. I like it. I'm excited to watch that this year. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to revise my list afterwards. He seems like he has a good beard. 
He does have a good beard. Not the best beard, in my opinion. Okay. We're getting there, <laughs> yeah, We'll get back there. to the... Yeah. We'll get it's, there. Whoopi Goldberg is the star of a movie called Call Me Claws, <laughs> where she apparently <laughs> becomes Santa. And I'm looking at a photo of her in a Santa suit with white dreadlocks. <laughs> it's amazing. So I know what it would look like if you played Save or Whoopi with... Save or Whoopi. Yeah. I was Abby. also curious. I meant to look this up on the topic of the beard on whether or not his beard was real. Oh yeah, because um, sometimes the beards are real. Sometimes they're real with extensions. Uh, I think the other thing I really don't like in a beard is when it's it's too white. Like you need a natural gray in a Santa beard. Richard Attenborough yeah, does if it it's, well. If it's David Harbor does it well. Almost cottony, it becomes yeah, unrealistic. Yep. It might have been real because that was probably around the same time he did the Marvel movie. He had a big yeah. beard then. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Abby, who's your number four? My number four Santa is David Attenborough. Also. Wow, Dang a lot of love for David Attenborough. Yeah, I'll say that I Richard, kind of... Sir Richard, Richard Attenborough. Attenborough. I'm sorry. <laughs> who's David Attenborough? Nobody. David Harbour is who Peter just said, so yep. maybe that's how you made Didn't that. did David Christmas. Attenborough the narrator? Yeah, yeah, that's who it is. Oh, yeah. He's the old guy. Santa Claus. Are they related? <laughs> sure. Sure, yeah. Know. Yeah, they're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sir I... Sir Richard Attenborough. I kind of go back and forth on... I watched this as a kid, and then I kind of hated it basically until like and maybe in the last couple of years because josh watches it religiously every i watch it every christmas. year i love that thing but it's kind of grown on me the last couple of christmases and i think the santa is so charming and so great especially when he talks to the deaf girl that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's scene, usually the scene people point out about that film that they really love yeah oh it gets me every year i can't help it i'm like not this year and then it gets me yeah that you just said that was your favorite scene from noel too yeah Something about it. it so off. you want to see Santa like relate to kids who don't feel yeah. like anybody can relate to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they know there's it. like a yep. like Santa Israel. Yeah, it's time for you to learn ASL so that you could be the next Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're Santa, it just comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of uh, B-roll on the Blu-ray, the extra features of Richard Attenborough, who Steven Spielberg calls Dicky on the set of all the first two Jurassic Park films. And uh, he seemed like he was a very sweet charming man steven mm-hmm. spielberg is just always like Someone's oh grandpa. i just wanted to, him to be in more stuff because he's mm-hmm. so nice to have around mm-hmm. his beard's good yeah he's a good santa uh my number four is also from uh, the polar express this is a hard choice for me because this santa is humorless he's only benevolent santa. very stoic yeah stoic mm-hmm. santa but i kind of like that quality about him because he's only in the final moments of the movie i like that they kind of like you know, keep him out of sight. He's mysterious. And when you finally see him, there's that reveal shot where the little boy is hearing the bells and he's, and what's he, he's saying like, I believe, I believe. And then Santa standing behind him, we, the viewer don't know he's there. Says, what's that you said in the Tom Hanks Santa voice. And the boy turns around. Oh my God, it's him. He's kind of glowing and everything. I like that. It, if you're going to make your Santa stoic and a little bit, uh, unknowable he's not as personable as these other santas then he should probably only be in a mysterious conclusion of the movie not like throughout right. the movie it would mm-hmm. get old if he was in the whole movie like that mm-hmm. but that uncanny santa it's pretty good <clears throat> it's pretty good and then you get to hear tom hanks again at the end there or do the voiceover for that letter phone this on the seat of my sleigh yeah <laughs> then you see steven tyler come out and sing a song rocking on, rocking top, on top of the, of the world, world. <laughs> <laughs> can't sing anymore because we'll Copyright infringement. Well, Patrick, who's your number three favorite Santa? My number three favorite Santa is another animated Santa. <laughs> what? Dang. 
from a, a more recent movie called Klaus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys oh, yeah. seen that? I forgot. J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. He is a uh, wounded Santa who is becoming Santa, mm-hmm. but his old, it's the old story. <laughs> He's becoming Santa. Yeah. The origin story. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a great job, and uh, I, I think that's actually a really good movie too. I Klaus. love that movie. That was my fifth one that I was unhappy with and went in search for uh, an alternative because I feel like so he doesn't like your decision. I feel like I feel like Jesper is so much a part of being Santa in that movie that it it bothered me to give it all to yeah they kind of together the, create the, the concept yeah. of a Santa Claus yeah. mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that movie though yeah he's aesthetically it's wonderful it's visually very interesting and yeah. mm-hmm. and you get Norm Macdonald for some reason as the boatman yeah he's there the scene when he uh, the scene when he like finally takes off I'm coming Lydia gets me every year yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good that's great Klaus is a good movie yeah Tyler, your number three. My number three is uh, an unexpected choice as well. It's David Harbour from Violent mm-hmm. Night. Well done. It's what? he. He is a he is a surprising Santa. Very heart heartfelt, and but also grumpy. And the Viking backstory is very cool. Oh, yeah. wow. But it's it really not that is, it really is a Viking backstory. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, for That's sure. Yeah. The Viking backstory is really cool, and he's just kind of he's just kind of going with the flow where they keep referencing magic a lot, and he just keeps shrugging like I really don't know how it works. Yeah. But because he he's also very fragile, mm. and almost jaded to the world, where he's he's happy to just to just you know disappear into the ether eventually. But yeah. but he has a lot of heart too. I feel like so many Santa Clauses are wrestling with that. Um, you know, the the lack of belief is killing me kind of a thing. And they're, he's they're like, he's like on the edge of like, there's no more Christmas spirit. I just need to give it up. I'm over it. Well, he and lost then, the Christmas spirit. Well, yeah, he did. But then there's yeah. the one kid and he's like, that's just enough to like pull him back. And he's like, all right, I'm not, I, I still care about this yeah. one kid. So. Yeah, it's very dark and gruff and very funny. Um. And he's got a lot of color in his beard. It's mostly covered in blood for the length of the film. Great. Yeah. It, it, it they they tried to just create a film that was Santa fighting. Yeah. You know, just wanted a a Santa that was bloody and violent and gory, but they created a Santa that was honestly very a depth of character. Oh, nice. Yeah. And a great Home Alone homage in that. Movie yes, too. there is. Yeah. yeah. Dang. All right, well, Peter, you have to get to it this year. Number three. Uh, My number three is, I think, by far the funniest of the Santa Clauses on my list, a movie that I've been watching since I was a small child. Um, uh, It's Tim Allen as the Santa Claus. And actually, I realized, I think, just in the last year that that movie, uh, I'm not sure I realized until recently that traditionally Santa Claus doesn't have an E on the end of it. As a kid, I don't know what a clause was, and so I just thought that's how you spelled his name. And I, it was this year that I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this year? Yeah, no, legitimately. I finally like, thought about it, and I was like, oh, I think I've been spelling this wrong my whole life. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I I love Tim Allen. I like the reluctance in the first movie um, to kind of want to take on the mantle and the way that he accepts it. And then in the second movie, I like you get kind of Tim the Tool Man Taylor who like likes making toys and all that stuff. And then I don't accept anything after that. So, yeah. um, what about the beards though? 
The beards, the beard of the first one doesn't bother me, and it gets progressively worse as we mm-hmm. go on. Um, it it feels a little more authentic. It's that grayish color, not that white color in the first one, um, but it does get a little bit kind of worse as things go on. So, and it's really bad in this show. I haven't seen. Yeah, so. which one is it when they're walking like to ZZ Top? Coming, that's out? the original. That's the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. When he's <laughs> about like to go on his yeah, yeah, yeah his inaugural Santa run. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's great. That is such. A, those such a bad movies. They're such bad movies. No, yeah. they're but, so good. But they, I loved them as a kid. Oh yeah. And our my kids are, are less in, into them, yeah. but they still put them on. I think that it's one of the more clever storylines for Santa's mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. But the Tim Allen charm has been wearing off, off on me over the years. Mm. I yeah. like it. I feel like our kids obsess. They're like at this age where they're like obsessed with the family dynamic in, in <laughs> that movie. The, the yeah. yeah. So they're like, it's st- just so sad. The 90s that he, had like, a strong run of divorce. Yeah. 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 In, in sure. movies. It's actually really dark. It's not just that the family's divorced. There's like a custody battle yeah. based on the mental stability yeah. of... Well, that's the same thing for Mrs. Scott Doubtfire. Scott Calvin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire. So that, that scene where like a judge is breaking the family up and custody everything. Custody issues. Yeah. yeah. You're watching this with kids and they're like, what's going on? I'm like, well, it's a movie they're mostly saying he's about crazy. Divorce. So now he can't <laughs> see his dad anymore. They're like, oh my God. When I Santa a- could easily die at any moment. When I was a kid, my dream was to join the ELFS when I was older. I wanted one of those jetpacks, man. Elves <laughs> with attitude. I do hate Bernard with every fiber in my being. I like Bernard. He came back for Oppenheimer. You got to see him in Oppenheimer this year. Yeah. Don't remind me. Who is he in he Oppenheimer? He was uh, the... Oh, man, if you saw I mean, he just looks like Bernard, but older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's in the courtroom. He was, no, he was, the... he came and joined him at the, uh, there was a scene with the two of them on a train together, and then he came and joined him in the little. Is it the guy Mexico that kind of looks town. like he's wearing eyeliner? No, but he was with him in those scenes. He was reluctant to join him, and then he did. I think he plays like a lawyer character mm. or something like that. Anyway, Burrs, what's your number three? My number three, I think I haven't said this yet. Elf, Ed Asner. Ed Asner, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he is really laid back and whimsical, very believable. It's funny, our kids don't like that Santa. They're always like, "That Santa's mean." No, oh, yeah. I, I don't care for him either. Actually, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, geez, I, uh, I, I, I think his gruffness rubs me the wrong way. I, I prefer the benevolent Santa, with the exception of David Harbor, I guess, but. Yeah. I also, as we've been talking, and you guys have thrown out uh, uh, both that one and uh, the Polar Express Santa, I think I kind of rejected movies where Santa's not a massive part of the movie. Is, mm-hmm. As I was making my list, I think I went. For yeah, he's sidelined for sure. To Santa Claus. So, uh, my number three favorite Santa <laughs> is also Grand Santa. I feel a little bit uh, uh, dumb for putting myself last in the lineup it kind of just sounds like i'm copying y'all's list totally for all the reasons we've already cited he's easily the funniest santa in the movie and the one that sticks we when we quote that movie it turns out to always be the grand santa quotes he's full of so many Mm -hmm. silly weird little expressions that only exist in that movie and i like bill nye a lot he's funny he is patrick number two my number two oh you're gonna hate it peter that asner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's high i know because of all the reasons they've they've you guys have said 
that, Peter. He's a natural. He's natural. I love that he's so gruff, but it ne- it never feels. He's even kind of red. Yeah, he's always nice and concerned, and he needs a bu- uh, buddy to work on that sled with him. And <laughs> when he said we're screwed or whatever, when the we're toast, we're toast. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. And he was on Storybots. He comes to a bar and drinks milk because <laughs> he's having a hard time. <laughs> yeah, his uh, his run in with the. Central Park Rangers. Is I do fun. love that mm-hmm. part yeah. of that movie. That's that's some great background on them. I put mm-hmm. them on the been after list. forever. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, number two. My number two is an animated Santa, uh, Klaus. I think that hey. Klaus is is a pretty fantastic new entry to the Santa mythology, and I appreciate his origin story. Yeah. Mostly that his generosity was born out of grief, and yeah, the. The postman does a lot, but more so f- for the structure of it, not necessarily mm. changing Klaus's character in any sort of way. Sure, more so just being an outsider that shakes up the community. And yeah, they both have they both have different arcs that are resolved along the same kind of trajectory. Yeah, they both figure out yeah. who they are while they're doing the whole Santa thing. But I liked the isolated, lonely figure mm. who is extending out his the uh, woodsman he can't yeah, help but his, care he doesn't he want cares to. yeah he cares you can see the pain and you can see he cares hmm. peter what's your number two uh my number two really surprised me because i i would not rank this movie high on any list of christmas movies but as i thought about santa Clauses, i just kept coming back to this one a it's my favorite beard and we're finally here uh, B, this particular Santa rides a sleigh like no other, and that is Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a good beard. I yeah. love watching that movie, imagining Kurt Russell sitting on a green screen, pretending. I think to the be same thing sleigh. every year. He showed he's, up to work hard. He's so yeah. committed yeah. to that driving that sleigh. Yeah. yeah. But it's not a good movie. No, yeah. it's not a great movie. But I just like I want him in a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he should be. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he's a quality Santa, given a bad, bad movie. You think so. that's the best beard? It's too gray. There's no. It's, it's too a, dark. It looks gray. like it's just his real beard. It looks yeah. like the same one. Well, from Hateful Eight. Yeah, he looks like he just stepped off Hateful Eight. It's been a couple of years since I looked this up, but I believe it is a real beard with extensions. So okay. a significant portion of it is real. But his hair looked good with it too. It all yeah. it all worked. No, I like the combo. I like the the gray. The dark of gray? It. Yeah. He's got yeah. style as well. Mm-hmm. I would call that more silver, silver? Uh, than gray. Mm-hmm. Like he's got that silver thing going. Yeah. So Sure. Can't argue he's with got that. he's got I style, <laughs> but the I don't like the mythology stuff around him. The the hat does his hat have a Something weird about oh, his hat. has got a microphone in it. Is no, no, it yeah, Wait, that's, no, that's, that's a, in that's the Santa Claus. Tim Allen. Yeah, in the Christmas Chronicles, he alleges at is the beginning sniff? of the film that he oh. can't do magic things without his without hat. Without his hat, yeah. But then you learn at the conclusion Doesn't of the matter. film he yeah. never needed the hat. Yeah. Right. Right. I just right. can't stand that movie, so it can't be on my list. That's, that's fair. <laughs> but not, that's I do like him. Yeah, yeah. Abby, what's your number two? It's it's not Kurt Russell. It's Tim Allen. And the Santa Claus, just the first one. Papa, Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> Compact disc. <laughs> <laughs> no. Something added to the list of things no one has ever said when someone says, and a CD player. Compact disc. Do you guys notice the like weird accent change that he does when he's trying to get them to care about him falling off the roof? He's like, 
what if I fall off the roof? <laughs> and then he says it again a second later, and he says it like a normal human being. And it, I, I've never understood the like weird shift in like all of a sudden he's like a, a different person. That was the one That's take. Weird. Tim Allen, man, he's, he's like, got range. Went Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, it's so great. It's such a unbelievable movie like he actually is crazy like if this were real life this is a crazy person and you need to lock him up mm-hmm. yeah what is the much, name of the uh, much like mrs doubtfire yeah what we're is the just name like, of the oh, this is so funny neil we'll judge neil, yeah. one of the wiener whistles yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so much there's so much about that whole thing that bothers me it's that they gave up believing in santa because he didn't get a weenie whistle or because yeah. you didn't get the dating game it's like, yeah. God, it's, it's just it's some entitled children. Obscenely selfish. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But also, yeah, he was gaining weight fast. He was shaving that beard off and it's coming back. For some reason, that makes me laugh every year. The scene where his terrible CG face transformation from shaved chubby face to the beard. And he goes, yep, I'm in trouble. I'm in big yeah. trouble. <laughs> funny <laughs> yeah, he's in the business meeting eating the sunday they're looking yeah. at him it looked good too yeah, yeah. Look good uh this year it actually just earlier this week we had our annual family viewing of gremlins and uh the when judge judge reinhold's in gremlins and when he came on the screen both kids were like wait a minute this is the weenie whistle guy <laughs> they just made the connection this mm-hmm. year it's like it's also the close talker in seinfeld mm-hmm. that's true that's true yeah um oh we're on number two right my uh, number two is the same as no, Peter. you're still on number three or, or no i said grand santa for number three. Oh yeah, yeah we're, we're on number two, two. Yeah, yeah we did two. number two same as peter i i picked kurt russell as my second favorite santa oh. and for all the same he's got kurt russell is a very likable movie star to me he elevates things that he's in because he's cool and uh i think his way he does santa as like no nonsense but also he does the benevolent santa thing the whole thing turns out to be a ploy to save christmas for this family whatever their names are a uh a pierce sees it through or whatever and i'm going to disagree with you guys and say that i think that the first one is a good bad movie it doesn't bother me all that much it's a bad movie it's like a made for tv movie part two is mm. bad Part two is atrocious. It's terrible. And it's, that thing is directed by Chris Columbus. What? <laughs> yeah. The, the director of Home Alone on that thing? made Christmas Chronicles 2. It's terrible. But uh, I think that that first one is fun. It's, it's pretty clever. It's got some stupid stuff in it, obviously. And it, if you just accept it as like a cheap made-for-TV movie elevated by Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's like... He's in this stupid movie, but he's like actually acting in it. Mm-hmm. He decided he was going to have his own unique take on Santa, and he really commits to it. He seems very game for the kind of movie it is. Maybe he's trying to get picked for like a real Santa movie. <laughs> this was his like audition. He's trying to get that big Santa money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like him in it, and I like his running gags about how the real Santa doesn't say ho, 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 and the, the real Santa's not overweight. You know, yeah. There's that scene where... A guy in the restaurant's like, that's what Santa looks like. And he points at like a Coke billboard. And he's like, well, yeah, well, billboards add 80 pounds. It's mm-hmm. funny. But that's why aren't his eyebrows gray? Well, you know, age, age affects us all differently, Abby. You know. Patrick, who is your favorite cinematic Santa Claus of all time? Uh, Kurt Russell. 
Dang. Yeah. A lot more Kurt Russell love yeah. than I expected. Dang. You guys all said the things, but I love watching a new take on it. In the same way I like Klaus because it's like an interesting backstory. This is like a fun modern story. And uh, and I just love it when Santa just cares so much about kids that he'd, he'll like ruin his whole night just to help these two kids figure their, their stuff out. It's a nice little story. Well, he had to fulfill a wish, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, from the little girl? <clears throat> What's his yeah. little nose thing? I've, I think I've only seen this movie once. What do you mean, little nose He thing? like does a nose thing? Yeah, it's from the the uh, famous poem. At, at the end of, technically the poem's called A Visit from St. Nicholas, but now we all colloquially call it the, Twas the Night, Twas before, the night Christmas. before Christmas. Right. Yeah. It says he laid a finger to the side of his nose before, he, and up the chimney he rose, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's where that came from. Yeah, that's also in Violent Night. Yes, yeah, same mythology. In in he does it in a Nightmare Before Christmas at the end when he mm. says... Is there still time to save Christmas? Of course. I'm Santa Claus. He puts his finger on his nose and then he blows up the little chimney. Hmm. Yep. Didn't see that on anyone's list. Anyway, the concept from Nightmare Before Christmas. You brought up the around Kurt Russell, the the ho 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 thing. And an interesting side question to this is who has the best ho 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 of all the Santas? Hmm. I still would say Kurt Russell because then at the end of the movie, it's satisfying <laughs> where she's like, can you do it just once? And he's like, absolutely not. He's like, all right, fine. And, he does a Kurt Russell ho ho ho. Yeah. yeah. Once again, it's like driving the sleigh. He really commits to that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, who is your favorite, the the bastion of Christmas spirit on you hate movies? Tyler. Yeah, my number one Santa. Santa is Polar Express. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Santa at the but end of Polar come? Express. I think that there's something to the moment that he occupies in the film being unique among the rest where like you're how just how you describe him where he's just a figure at the end of the film but the whole thing is building up to that moment and then that moment comes and then it builds even more and he becomes this very large figure who's revealed in a moment of high anticipation but i feel like all of the moments around him in that like you could almost feel how cold it is how late at night it is the anticipation of it but then his the, the, the scale of him I mean he was bigger but like his presence yeah for sure was was immense in that film yeah and they hype him up there's like an ocean of people like an elves cheering him out mm-hmm. and the kid can't see he's like mm-hmm. trying to see him and can't see him I mean it's really the pinnacle of the whole movie mm-hmm. that he's yeah they go to this place to see him but to believe the mo- when it bi- it builds up and it almost like uh quiets itself back down and they actually share an intimate moment not a hyped up moment yeah in the sled yeah. And he's very then he becomes very familiar almost like like someone you've always known and i think it works really well as the figure you need him to be a for good you know you know in a world like all these kids need like the certainly the all these kids need certainly the one on the other side of the tracks but then how warm and familiar he is once you've approached him and he's also thoughtful enough to recognize a bell in the bottom of the sleigh and package it up and write a note. Yep. I think that he, I think he captures the magic the most <laughs> of all of the Santas. But he keeps it down to earth. He's like, better fix that hole in your pocket. Yeah. Oh. Quality Santa. Agreed. Very magical. Peter, who's your favorite cinematic Santa Claus? You know, going back to the foundation of Big how world. I built my list. Uh, I, I tried to put myself in the shoes of like, 
if I was child Peter again and I was writing a letter to Santa, which Santa would I want receiving that letter? And <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think this Santa Claus is a Santa that would read this letter, respond to me, and make darn sure I got the gift that I wanted. And that is Arthur Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Like the true Arthur. True Arthur. The actual Arthur. Mm-hmm. Arthur. Yeah. Remember the moment where he's like he's in the sleigh so and the like the wind gusts his yeah. shirt up. And you're yeah, like, oh, he man, becomes Santa for yeah. a moment. Yeah. It's great. It was interesting to me after all the beard hype that I've been doing throughout this. I picked the one Santa. He's got no beard. beard. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. It's true. He is maybe the most, the most caring Santa. You know what's uh, interesting about your pick and Tyler's pick that I appreciate about uh, a cinematic Santa uh, is when the Santa acknowledges that the figure of Santa is as important as the individual of Santa. That happens with uh, in the Polar Express. He says, "This bell is a symbol, like me." And then uh, Arthur Christmas, he has that moment on the beach when he realizes, like the picture that Gwen, the little girl, has drawn. He's like, "It isn't." He says, "It isn't of you to his granddad, and it isn't dad." It's Santa, meaning it's something bigger than mm-hmm. any individual yep. person. I like that about. Yep. Arthur Christmas just keeps appreciating for me. Uh, Klaus has been my like favorite animated Christmas movie for a little while. And Arthur Christmas this year, I think, finally unseated it and like took over. Every year I like that movie more. So It's good. It's really clever, really original. Wins my Santa. Yeah, it's funny year. too. It's a good one. All right, Burns, what's your favorite cinematic Santa Claus of all times? Of all Christmas seasons. My favorite number one Santa is Polar Express. Wow, look at that. Nice. Yeah, there you know. go. Yeah. Do you have reasons that are differ from Tyler's or are they the same? Yeah, I think a lot of the same. I think it um, just feels like the, I don't know, the most like sincere Santa. And I feel like the characters, which maybe it's on purpose, like the conductor the homeless guy i feel like they're all like glimpses of santa mm-hmm. and yeah. and i don't know if you know this but they're played by the same actor right which <laughs> it's tom hanks know. yeah it's tom hanks it's america's dad it's america's dad if you look closely kind of look like him mm-hmm. yeah i just love it love that movie i had to pick a movie i actually liked with a santa i liked yeah that's fair I yeah, like yeah. the the North Pole and the Polar Express is great, but I don't know how I feel about the elves. They're 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 funny. They're strange. Yeah, and it's uh, a little stressful at the end of that movie. It's like there's he's a lot like of peril. Lost and stuff. Yeah, yeah. People gripe about that uncanny valley, and you can't really argue with them that it doesn't look weird. But to me, the timelessness of it kind of transcends the. It's almost like watching early CG in a good movie. You're like, yeah. I don't really care that it doesn't look perfect. It's a good movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, my uh, all-time favorite cinematic Santa is Sir Richard Attenborough in A Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, for yeah, all the reasons that you, you guys you killed him. Yeah, sorry I had to kill him to save John Hammond. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tough choice. So now I guess my favorite is Whoopi Goldberg. And, uh, I think that the I you know the, he's the ultimate benevolent Santa. He's all all uh, joy. He does. He goes full in on jolly Santa, but not like uh, silly. You know, he's just a very happy, kindly old man. And even the people that doubt him describe him. They're like, oh well, he's just a really nice old man, and he's lonely, or you know, they suspect that. But they're like, 
he's insane. He's off his rocker. Uh, but he's also really smart. You know, they, it, when he, the, the little girl's like, I heard him speak Swahili today. And she's like, well, he must be a learned, a really learned old man. There was a moment in real life where our kids saw a mall Santa and one of my kids wanted a toy of an okapi, which is a strange, like African mammal. This is a weird animal. And he's, so he's telling Santa, I want an okapi. And he's like, oh yes, from Africa. You know, he started to like tell him like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he was amazed. He's like, Santa knew all about okapis. And we're like, well, sure. You know, he flies all over the world. It's like, uh, that Santa really embraces the needs the child's needs to believe in this kind of figure and he has that great speech with the mom when he's about to go on good morning america and says you know like i represent the best parts of humanity and their ability to care for one another i like all that stuff i like that they weave it into the movie in a meaningful way and that at the end of the movie you're like what are we supposed to believe about this what this movie is telling us was the guy crazy Did he really get this lady pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) If you want multiple monthly episodes of You Hate Movies, go to patreon.com slash youhatemovies where for the price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get that so coveted You Hate Movies content, that sweet, sweet content. Follow us on all our social media outlets, all at you hate movies where you can join in on the conversation and argue about movies. 